Hey, good morning. This is Mark and uh, you're listening to The Table. And I want to talk about something today that um, came um, as an epiphany to me. Um, And it was something that I discovered in scripture uh, that I hadn't ever heard anybody talk about. Um, it, It came from a place um, of real, you know, brokenness in my life where I was, uh, really struggling. You know, so many of us struggle. We go through crisis of faith. Um, we go through doubt. Um, you know, doubt definitely doesn't, uh, minimize God's love for us or diminish it in in anything in our doubt. Uh, his faithfulness is revealed. Uh, but in that time, um, the Holy Spirit really began to reveal to me something about the gospel and aspect of it that I, I had never really known. You know, I, I always thought about God as being, you know, someone, um, somewhere in the cosmic throne full of power, um, you know, totally untouched by, you know, what happens in the earth other than, you know, coming to fix it, um, and in a way, I, I almost saw God as robotic, you know, that he wasn't, you know, moved by emotions or feelings. Uh, but, you know, all through the scripture, uh, it says God laughs, God's moved with compassion, um, you know, God weeps. Um, plenty of uh, stories in scriptures where we see God's heart and there was something that began to be unveiled to me about the Lord that, um, like I said, I had never seen before. And it was that God has a weakness. Now people would hear that and get really upset, you know, because they're like, well, God's not weak. Well, I know that. Um, but God is also, um, compassionate, um, and has a heart and, cares about things and loves things. And in that, the weakness of God is revealed. Now, I don't want you to get um, nervous because there is a scripture verse I want to read to you to prove that it is in the Bible. And that is in 1 Corinthians 1 and 25. It says that the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. And as I began to meditate on that and do some word studies, and I don't want to get all wordy today, but it is important for us, like I said in the previous uh, episode, to understand the original languages. See, God has a weakness. That weakness is us. He has made himself vulnerable to the hearts of his people. Now, when I began to look up the root word um, in the Greek for weakness, that root word for weakness comes back to the word in the Greek mysterion, which is where we get the word mystery. Now, many of us are familiar with the scripture in Colossians 1 and 27, where it says Christ in us, the hope of glory. Before that, it says this mystery, which was hidden from ages and generations, has now been made known to us, which is Christ in us, the hope of glory. That is the mystery. Well, we know that weakness here doesn't mean powerlessness. What it is, is it's a reflection of God's love and compassion. For God so 
loved the world that he sent his only son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. It was love that moved the heart of God to send Jesus to the earth to reveal what the Father is like, but not only what the Father is like, he sent Jesus to step into our condition. And we don't often talk about that in church, that Jesus became man. He, he was tempted in every way that we were, yet he didn't sin. This is what it says. It says, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we were. See, Jesus stepped into this human life. He stepped into temptation. He, he felt what it was like to be tempted. You know, when we think about temptation, we, we also think about, uh, we, we think a lot about sin. You know, he was tempted to sin he, and he was, you know, it says he was, but he didn't sin. He was tempted in a lot of ways. He was tempted to doubt God. You know, in the Garden of Eden, or I'm sorry, in the Garden story where Jesus goes to pray before the crucifixion, he asked the Father, if you're willing, please take this cup from me. That was a temptation. He knew why he was sent, yet he was doubting. But his doubt didn't take him out of security. His doubt turned him to the heart of God, to his Father. Weakness doesn't mean powerlessness. Weakness is a reflection of love and compassion. See, it's this weakness in the heart of God that is the mystery and the revelation of the gospel. It shows just how deeply that we are loved by God, regardless of what we do. See, I'm a father and my children could, you know, become something horrible. Yet I'm still their father and I'm still going to love them and I'm still going to care for them regardless of what they do. And see, what's revealed in the weakness of God is the father heart of God. It's that God has never changed his mind about us. He never changes his mind about you regardless of the situation you're in. You may be in a awful situation. You may be dealing with stuff in your life that you just despise and you and you wonder, how could anybody love me in the midst of all this? But see, Jesus made himself of no reputation and he lowered himself into our condition to be able to identify with it, have compassion with it, and then was raised again on the third day to the right hand of the Father so that he could forever give us the power over that situation and reveal to us the love that empowers us to overcome. See, human strength, as I read in 1 Corinthians uh, 1 and 25, human strength cannot compete with the weakness of God. Your, your own strength, your own ideas, the strength of your sin, the strength of your doubt, the strength of even your own ability to try to make yourself righteous or in good standing with God can't compete with God's weakness. And what that means is that the weakness of God is actually the power of God. It is the power of God in his weakness that allows him to step into what we were to bring us into who we are in him. 
you know, it says of Jesus multiple times, he had compassion on them and he fed them. He had compassion on them and he taught them. He had compassion on them and he healed them. See, that compassion is his weakness. And what we perceive as weakness is really strength. Jesus said, I only do those things I see my father doing. So it was the father who desired to step into flesh to be able to understand our temptation in order to have compassion on it. This is the mystery of the gospel, which is to me no surprise that every time Jesus appears after the resurrection, he's showing them his wounds because it's in his woundedness that he reveals to us the heart of the Father. Every place that Jesus was wounded was a place of redemption. He had a crown of thorns. Uh, his the blood was shed from his forehead because God wanted to redeem our minds. You know, out of his side, blood and water flowed. He wanted to become the new birth for us. He was bringing about a new creation. By his stripes, it says, we were healed. When his back was torn open like a plowed field, when he was being um tortured he did that so that we could be healed you know it says that you know uh he will not despise a broken reed this is the heart of the gospel that this god of ours has such a heart for us that he would rather die for us than live without us that he's drawn to our weakness he's drawn to our brokenness. He's drawn to the things that we struggle with because he loves us. And see, this is the opposite of what's taught in religion. Religion says God's offended by those things. He doesn't he doesn't want to be near you if you're if you're doing those things. I remember listening to a, a preacher one time and it was after worship and he got up and he said, you know, all of you guys are lifting up your hands and worship dirty hands before the Lord and God won't accept your worship. If you look at the Gospels, Jesus loves the worship of the broken because it's the worship of the broken that draws his heart. It's the brokenness of man that drew Jesus. It's the brokenness of humanity that caused the Father to send Christ into the midst of our mess to love us out of that place. It's not condemnation that pulls us out of brokenness. It's love and compassion and forgiveness and healing and acceptance. What if we really understood the weakness of God? What if we really understood what moves the heart of God? What, what causes his ear to be inclined to us? What it is that makes him compassionate? We would understand, as it says uh, in the Bible, that the lamb was slain from the foundation of the earth, meaning that it was always in God's heart to send Jesus before anything ever happened. Jesus' ministry was not a uh, judgment against us. It was a judgment for us. He said he didn't send the, the son into the world to condemn the world, but through him, the world might be saved. God's heart is not full of condemnation. It's full of rescue. God's heart is not full of um, vengeant power. It's full of redemptive power. And so this is the mystery of the gospel. The mystery of the gospel is that God is love, that God is compassion, 
and that God is weak in the sense that he is a father who constantly longs to run and be drawn to and to speak to and to interact with his children regardless of the situation. Look at the story of the prodigal son. He takes everything that belongs to him and spends his inheritance uh, on all kinds of things that dishonor his father. Yet it's his father who runs to him when the son returns because he always wanted his son to return. He always wanted to give his son good things. But the good thing that his son didn't recognize was that it was the father's heart that was the inheritance, not the possessions. I hope this encourages you and uh, feel free to listen to some other of our episodes. Um, comment uh, on Spotify and uh, also rate us, share it with friends if you want. Um, But God's mystery is the weakness of his heart, which is the power of his love.